Oh, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on, Amer uh, on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and bring my guest on. We got a lot to talk about today. She's going to be here for 2.30. And then after that time, it'll be just be Reverend Walden continuing to talk about uh, Buffalo. But we got some other things to talk about today. How you doing? How you doing? I'm Miss Victoria Beach, a community activist. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, the people, uh, we still got to work a little bit harder to get. Uh, I mean, we almost had a show set up today for uh, for for Buffalo, but it didn't work, and so I got to send the emails out and get that signed up. But before, and I and look, I didn't put I didn't put my digits in, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, before we get started, I mean, I got it, it was some stuff on Twitter, and uh, it was about divestment, and I I always say the weeping mothers, and so I I, I said some things out there, and uh, you know, that's, I I mean, you know, I have removed everything I said, but uh, but I, I think I think what 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 happens in Seattle is that they only want to hear one voice. Yep, you're right. And no one wants to hear the voice of the mothers. And I'm saying, well, you know, one of the things that we're doing is that we're doing both. We're, we're talking about police reform and how we harm one another. I mean, so we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do this with just so-called divesting and taking away all the police officers and think you're gonna have safety over here on the other side. No. Now, I mean, in some places no. they say, I mean, I know they say there's Stockton, in some places the murder rate had gone down. I don't know about that. I mean, I'm going to look at all of that. But, you know, a lot of these people who want to help us really can't help us because they don't know why. They don't understand uh, about our history. They don't understand our culture. And they don't understand what's missing. And what's That's missing true. right now is a link of history and spirituality. Uh, and actually being in touch with the ancestors and the greatness of our uh, of our people, and uh, and sometimes we have to do that ourselves. Uh, yeah. and, and so you have a lot of people. I mean, and mothers was not part of the divest movement. I mean, we really we, we were not part of defunding uh, Seattle. I mean, the police department. Um, and I do know that they didn't talk to all the voices. And then the people that we represent. I mean, because look how many mothers have reached out to you. I mean, yeah. just trying to, okay, yeah, right. You want to, I mean, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, it's, um, they want to, they want to know why the city isn't up in arms when their children, their black children are murdered. Why aren't right. they up in arms? Why right. aren't they marching? You know, it's like, they're, you know what, what I, I look at it, 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 they look at it like the people on the other side, black lives, who cares, you know? They probably were gang members or this or that. They're, they're totally ignored. I don't care what type of lifestyle. Nobody deserves to lose their child ever. You know, and so a lot of these mothers have reached out because they, they want their voices heard. You have a right. platform, I have a platform, and we're going to let their voices be heard. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, and, and I guess some of the uh, people from the, uh, I, I think it's the Human Rights Commission uh, office, of, I mean, the Human Rights Commission uh, it sent an email and some other stuff, I mean, uh, to the community police. We, we're going to look at that. I mean, I, I, and some, but, I, you know, we will not be silent. We who absolutely no. know that there's another voice out there. We're not, is there a problem with the police department? Yes, it is. Is there a problem with all the police departments in America? Is there right. systemic racism and deep hatred against us? Yes, it is. That's why we were outstanding in solidarity uh, with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with, with, uh, with uh, Buffalo. But nobody can come and tell us how we should be running our community and what, what should happen for us. Uh, uh, you know, we should have a say in that. 
uh, and, stuff. Right. and that's what can give us a stay in it. So anyway, I know that you can't stay, uh, you're not going to be able to stay for the whole hour, but uh, anyway, I just wanted, I just want to mention the weeping mothers. Right. I mean, and, and it's growing. I mean, there's an, there's an epidemic of stuff that's happening in our community and across the country. And then we have the other stuff that's growing. We have the violence that we have the people who are lurching out there to want to harm us. I, I, you know, I mean, it's part of the white supremacy. And then you have the police. I mean, so we have all of these things to be concerned mm -hmm. about. And we have to put them together. We yes. cannot separate them. We have to put them together so we can create uh, uh, an atmosphere of knowing on how to work with this. See, so anyway, you know, can I, can I say something about that? You know, the, the thing is, why should any other race or anybody care about us when we're killing each other? You know, we we and then, and then, but, and then that goes back to also coming out of. I mean, this is this is a behavior. This is a more pronounced behavior today than it was when I grew up. Yeah, I mean, because because of, uh, you know, I mean, I grew up, I mean, I grew up with black teachers, black community, and people telling us our history. Our kids have grown up in buildings where people don't like them. And someone has programmed to believe there's no opportunity. It's right. so much opportunity for black kids in America. Yeah. I, mean, I was just down in Tuskegee. Your daughter just graduated from college. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 and, you, and you got several college graduates, and I got some too. Mm -hmm. I, I, so there is opportunity, but who, but who is talking to our children? Right. I, mean, I mean, who is leading them to believe that there's no opportunity here in Seattle? You can go to Seattle. You can go to any college free if you get up and go out to bed, get up out of the bed and get yes. and that's free. Yep. So there's opportunity in, in Seattle other than violence. There and is. I really and, and truly the programs we need is parenting. Right. That's the program we need. We, we, we need parenting. And these people out there in the greater society can't help us with parenting. No, because, I mean, you know, I mean, they can they can't take care of their own kids. I mean, look at the guy with the gun. I mean, so, right. so they can't help us with that. So we need parenting. We need we need structure. We need history. Yes. And we need absolutely a, a sense of spirituality. You're right. I mean, so, right. I mean, and th those are the things that we need. I don't see how other people can give us that. No, they can't. I really don't. Mm. I, I, I really don't. No. And I mean, and there's a movement in America to get rid of the police. I mean, and that's fine with people who want to believe in that society. But, you know, that's almost like, uh, you know, that's almost like where we are right now. They got rid of the draft and look what's happening. That's why you have all these boys running around with guns because they don't have nothing to do. I'm not saying I'm in favor of war, but right. I'm talking about the regimentation of being regimented. That there is something about self-discipline uh, mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and being able to follow uh, uh, an order. And, and right. you know, that stuff is not happening right now because people don't understand it. Sometimes you have to follow an authority. You have to follow orders. I mean, if you're going to be successful, these are some of the elements that's going to happen for you to be successful. But, you know, hey, thank yeah. you for listening to me on that piece. Yeah. I've had a little rant here because I'm <laughs> going to stand with the 81 mothers. I'm I going to stand too. with the 1,000 black, 1, black kids in Chicago. Well, yeah. I'm going to stand with those mothers. I am too. I'm going to stand with these mothers all over the country because all the people who are talking about all of this have never sat with a, a woman who's lost their child. No. And, and probably never went to a funeral. Nope. I mean, and, and we're including the police uh, 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 shootings in this. We're not leaving them out. That's because, right. Really, because they also lost a child. I mean, and, and so we have gone to set with a lot of these people, not only people that uh, that's been killed in our community, but I've been with many families 
I mean, and, and so I've been with many families at the police attorney. I, I mean, because, because before we stood with them before they got an attorney, we were the voice for them. And mm -hmm. so for people that not, you know, so anyway, but, but I, I'm going to always stand with the victim, with the mothers. I am, I am. too. You know, I, I'm going to stand with them. And we, and, and for us, we know all Black Lives Matter, okay? Right. So we, 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 we're, not, we're not separating them out. No, we're not. And that's, that's why we stood and that's why we were standing in solidarity and Saturday. I want to thank you for coming and uh, bringing and being part of that day. What do you think about what happened on, on, on Saturday for us? You know, I, well, I have to thank you. You're <laughs> always the first one to step up and bring light to these situations. You know, I'm, I'm appalled. We had a good group. It was, it, it, it was a beautiful day. You know, and I said it there, I was appalled that that park should have been filled where nobody else could get in. Shame on our community for not coming together and, and, and lifting up these families of, of these, their loved ones were murdered, gunned down, hunted. So thank you for joining well, that. You know, a lot of the people were out with the mayor. He had 4,000 people showed up. I mean, so he carried, you know, what the mayor was doing to clean up the city looks good. I was out on yesterday. I mean, so a lot of the people who might have been there with us was out there, you know, uh, being part of one Seattle. So, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. and it just all happened on the same day. That's why we got to park so easily yeah, because yeah. it was already being cleaned up. <laughs> See, and that was a blessing. It was already being cleaned up for us. But I felt like the right people were there. Oh, yes. Um, it, it was a it was a nice group. It was. I I was so happy to be a part part of that. Um, I wish that we didn't have to meet because of uh, the issue of of these people that were hunted and murdered because of the color of their skin. Um, you know it it uh the whole day was great uh, hanging out with you. Um, it uh. I, I just wish wish more people could have seen what you put on, but um, it, it was nice. It was beautiful. I don't know how to explain it any more than that. It was a great day, and um, and I know that all of them were looking down from heaven. Well, I did talk to a retired uh, fire commissioner today. I think his, his first name is Tim. I forget, and I, I think I have his last name here, but uh, he's the one who's going to make a connection for us back uh, uh, in, in, in Buffalo. And uh, mm. he says that he says there's no Cardwell is his last name. Uh, and and he said there's just a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of activity. A lot of people who, you know, I mean, it, it's hard to, to fathom that, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, just like it is for the schools. I mean, people, kids sending kids to school to be safe and they, they, they might not come back home. So, I mean, so it's a whole different reality. Uh, yeah. But, you know, what I was grateful for is that everybody did, everybody, everybody, a lot of times all the speakers don't show up. I right. mean, but everybody showed up. I mean, yep. uh, you know, El Centro de la Rosa, I'm going to send out a thank you. I'm sending out a thank you to everyone yeah, uh, uh, for coming. Uh, uh, Allison came for the ACLU. Actually, she had been in a retreat over there at Bremerton and caught the ferry to get back there in time. And Pastor Anderson, I didn't think he could come. And mm. Reverend Laverne Hall walked down those steps at 84. Yes. <laughs> to be, yes. To be, to, to be involved. So, uh, so and, yeah, and somebody, somebody came from Federal Way. 
I mean, yes. it, it wasn't like they were already in the community. People traveled right. to be a part of it. Right, that's right. Reverend I, I Anderson came from Fellow Way. Uh, and then, uh, of course, I, uh, you and I, I Victor, uh, you and Felicia and I, and uh, Angela, uh, and also Reverend I, I, Reverend Linda uh, Smith came from Renton. So, mm -hmm. uh, so we had pretty, sound pretty covered. I mean, because if you look at Allison coming all the way from uh, the East, coming all the way from Bremerton to get yeah. back here to Seattle, so it we was. We can't uh, forget I, the chief. Oh yeah, and the chief came by. That's right, and he said, you know, he came. He couldn't stay but a minute, but he came and you know was able to, to have some words and stuff like that. And uh, I guess the people would say we were in love, love with the police. Uh, uh, we here that the police came, but you know, the police has been showing up. The things I've been doing for thirty three years, yeah. whether they liked us or not. I mean, yeah. uh, so uh, anyway, and some of these people are who, who actually, you know, actually maybe not not seeing the whole picture i maybe might be 33 years old so yeah sometimes you just have to you know you take the heat on both sides you know yeah. i mean hey yeah. you know you stand up but i'm gonna stand up for the mothers so i know you don't have long so did you want to just acknowledge some a couple of people because i mean you got yeah. to 30 so uh yeah so i mean uh yeah you want me to read they were living, they, these were Another reason why we wanted to do this because um, number one, we wanted to say that these lives matter, and then the age of the victim, even if they had all been younger, it still would be it still would be the same. But the age of the victim and look like, you know, you might want to talk a little bit of how he cased the place. You know, he came back. He, yeah, mm -hmm. Yes, he. Uh, from what I understand, he had a map of the store, so so he was there the day before and actually talked to a black older man and and told him to come back the next day so he probably was setting him up to to gun him down too and and the man that that i don't remember his name but he said he was really odd and um so he knew when when the shooting happened that's who it was but i i also know that that he had a list you know he was going to drive down the street and shoot every black person he saw he was going to go to an elementary school I mean, you're, he's sick. I mean, he, he, he was hunting black people. One of the, the um, people that was murdered was Aaron Salter. And he, he was the former police lieutenant. He was 55. He worked at, at Topps Groceries for a while. One of the, um, store employees said that that he would he would he would tell them when they were wrong and right they liked working with him um he uh i'm gonna read something it says salter fired at the attacker striking him once but the bullet was caught in body armor that boy was was protected and that that's you know if he didn't have that body armor he would have been dead yeah he would have he would have taken he would have taken him down uh, yep uh, and uh, they would have uh, saved right, 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 so right. he'd been an end policy shooting I yep, mean, it would not be no yep. charges against him and he he, he would uh you know uh, and he's still a hero he still died a hero yeah yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and then there um is ruth whitfield and she was 86 years old um she was the mother of a retired buffalo fire commissioner she uh, she was picking up a few items at the supermarket. She uh, she was a caretaker. You know, it, it's it's 
you know, and, and I think passing the, the, the murder, who's going to take her place? You know, if she's 86 years old, there, there's a reason why she was there taking care of him. Who's going to step in? Yeah. And, and you sent me the TikTok of her son. Yes. You know, how he was wailing. I mean, you know, he yes. was more than weeping. He was wailing. Yeah. Uh, about, about, about the loves the love life of his mother and father, because here she was, uh, 80, what, 82? Uh, 80, uh, 80, yeah, 86. 86, going to see the love of her life. Yeah. He was still her, he was still her, you know, still her girl, he's still, you know, you know, when they get to be that age, they see each mm -hmm. other bride and, you know, it's like, it's like they're still on that wedding day. They see each other young. Yeah. They see each other all those years and she was still committed still. to that, going, uh, going, visiting to, to him, to see him yeah. every day. At the nursing day. home. And, and at that time, when you showed, sent me the TikTok, her son did not, I mean, her father, his father did not know that his mother had uh, been murdered. No. I mean, mm -hmm. and it says that she was his primary caretaker. Right. You know? Right. right. Um, and there was uh, Catherine, they call Massey, they call her Cat, uh, 72 years old. She was a member of the community group, We Are Women Warriors. Um, it was a they had a forum to discuss ways to tackle youth violence yeah um, yeah I, I thought i was going to try to get in touch with that organization yes and see if we can get somebody on to be talking about that organization and also maybe have a tribute for her from somebody because because i think you use violence is something i mean had her age yeah she's talking about youth violence i mean yeah you know, trying trying to connect the trying to connect the dots see yeah yep well well you you you're you're working on all of the same thing you know right. um you know it um because there there was something that happened in in a high school earlier um i mean these people their lives matter these weren't people that just you know didn't do anything they were fighting for their communities that's right that's that, right that that's age, right. That's right. you know they that's were right. still involved they, they hadn't given up they hadn't no. they had not given up okay yeah because they knew nobody was coming to rescue them no no it's uh um pearl young 77 ran a weekly food bank yeah, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorites for that because yeah, yeah, for 25 years she did that food bank. You know, yep, amazing. 25 years. She fed people in Central Park every Saturday. She loved singing and dancing and being with family. She was a mother and grandmother and a missionary. I mean, why why? I just don't understand. Why aren't we up in arms? Why isn't Seattle up in arms? Why aren't we out well, there? Well, they will be on, on the 25th. On the 25th is the second anniversary of George Floyd, which is rightfully so. We should always remember that that that, right. that happening uh, uh, that showed the world what police uh, brutality is all about. I mean, right. uh, in real time. Uh, and But we've been programmed to just be one, to, to uh, actually speak out on one issue. Uh, that's part of our programming, and uh, and even social engineered to that way. And when something directly related to us around harm in a different way, we don't quite get our brain wrapped around it because, uh, uh, you know, it's just that 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 just seemed to be something about it over the programming. I mean, we watched this happen over time. 
Yeah. I mean, we watched it happen. We watched it happen to me and I uh, over time. And you would think that this one would make make people like uh, uh, want to connect the dots because I think this young man might have thought he was going to get away with it like Kyle did. Right. And so yeah. So he thought he would. See, and and you know. I, and I think he thought that he was going to be able to do this and uh, not be uh, not not be facing all those charges. But he's facing a whole bunch of charges. Uh, yeah. Wasn't his mother? What didn't she? I heard she did something. Um, I heard his mother. I heard his family had given him a gun. His father. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. They need to go after his mama too. You know, I was talking to a, a friend earlier, and we were talking about. You know, I was telling her about the the lovely thing you put on yesterday, and and um, and she said, I you know, she wished I would have called her, but we were talking about people not up in arms and she goes, you know, she said she had a discussion with a group. She goes, we're just numb. We're so numb and tired. And it's just like, <clears throat> I said, but you got to get up. You got to get up and help fight the fight. You know, I, I, I'm tired too. I'm tired too, but I'm going to be out there. You know, well, also one thing about social engineering, we've been social engineered to believe that this is normal. Right. And uh, and then they have to wake up and realize that it's not normal. Mm -mm. It is not normal for somebody to go in a grocery store and kill people. It's not normal for somebody to shoot up a school. But we have normalized violence. We've uh, we normalized it to the to the to the extent right now. It's just kind of hard to uh, get people uh, going. And uh, and even the president, I mean, he was weak. He wasn't as strong as he could have been. When no, he was there. I mean, really and truly. I mean, really. I mean, what he's gonna. I mean, number one, it's a war at home against black people. Okay, and nobody wants to acknowledge that. And so we so we want to talk about the other war, but there's a war against us. There and is it's been going on for 159 years. Okay. There is, <laughs> there is a war, and yeah. we're looked at as the enemy and hunted. Um right, yeah. You know, and and uh Roberta Gurry, 32 years old, yeah. the mm -hmm. baby still, I consider yeah. her a, a, a baby. You know, she moved to Buffalo eight years ago to help out with her brother that had leukemia, mm -hmm. helped in their, their restaurant. You know, I guess when the family heard about the shooting and she wasn't back yet, they they didn't know she, she was the victim. And mm -hmm. um, they thought that she was probably just standing around seeing what what happened or hiding and um they, they said she always wanted to do the right thing they said she she loved family it's uh <clears throat> you know i i just um we gotta stop this because it, just because it happened in buffalo does not mean that it won't happen here you know? you know, because the Washington State, uh, you know, have a lot more, have one of the highest state with uh, with these hate groups in it, and it's been that way. I mean, even when they up, went up to Whitby Island and tried to take over Whitby Island many, many years ago, over twenty five years ago, a lot of people don't even know about that one. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it was from there was from the Aryan Nation, I believe, uh, that was up there in Whitby, and it was a shootout with the police up yes yep but but i heard that that they're they're still in those woods out in woodby island that's where a lot of them hide out um which people don't know but um i um i i just you know 
Well, you know, when, when you've had a dose of violence all the time, I mean, uh, yeah, all the time, and, uh, you know, the television went from Marsha Dillon, uh, uh, not, not always killing somebody, to, to the, what it is today. And, and then they, 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 they moved from musicals. Some of the movies used to be musicals, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, so many of them was. And then they went from musicals, that M, to murder. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, and, 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 and some of those movies have uh, multiple murders in them. I mean, you know, multiple. Yeah. And, and then they brought all this murder on television and people have, uh, and now they got even, they got podcasts about uh, by going through these cases of murderers. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, and I'm saying, well, what is this appetite about death in America? Yeah. There's a culture of death. Yep. yep. And somehow you have to create a culture of life. You, you do. Know? You do. Yeah, you have to create a culture of life. And so, uh, anyway, I know that uh, it's almost, uh, it's 2.28 now. So, uh, you want to do one more before we take a break? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, let me. Andre McNeil, mm -hmm. 53 years old, a baby. He was engaged to be married. Um, and he died on their son's birthday. Wow. Um, he had he had gone to Tops to pick up the birthday cake. You know that child is going to be traumatized. Um, yeah, that's like something you know, and you know your 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 uh, your uh, our son, uh, your son in law's mother died on on Mother's Day. I mean, many many right, days and, and he and, and he's uh, traumatized. And, you know, oh, and, and yeah. my my dad passed away on my daughter's birthday. You oh, know, okay. and um. But one day she said to me, Mama, can this not, please not let it be a sad day. Yes. And I said, mm -hmm. you know what, you're right. We'll celebrate your birthday and celebrate his life. But right now this child is going to have to heal and get to that point. But oh, yeah. yeah I, think, I think it's a small child too, I believe it was. Yes. It is going, a small child. That, that is heartbreaking. Going to pick up a birthday cake and not coming back. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it, it's it's heartbreaking. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also, um, I'll spend some time when I come back. I mean, I'll be on by myself, but because you're my only guest today, but I'm gonna spend some time talking about what food deserts are like and how hard it is for people to get food. Yeah, I mean, not only yes. there, but in yeah. a lot of the other places. I mean, because see how we got a lot of things we can say here, but we don't have a food desert. No, we don't. No, we don't have a food desert. We I mean, don't. I mean, there's food, you know, from uh, all the way to, from, from Rainier Beach, all the way, you know, Rainier Beach Safeway. I mean, around the corner, there's still a grocery store there. I mean, you know, whether people like that one or not. Mm -hmm. You keep going up from Rainier, you're going uh, south, uh, going north on Rainier, you're going to run into uh, two more Safeways. Yeah, I was going to say there's you know, several Safeways. And, a several, uh, 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 and then when you get to Rainier and McCullen. Uh, there's a uh, there's a QFC, and if you're on 15th, you got a, a red apple. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're up on up on Beacon Hill, you got a red apple, and then yeah, keep going. I uh, get past the freeway, I uh, I, and then you're gonna run into some more grocery stores. The closer you get to Capitol Hill, you're yeah. gonna run into some more grocery stores because we lost the red apple up there on 23rd, yeah. but I guess it's got an Amazon store up there now and then i mean so we really don't have any i mean if you don't have a if you don't have you on the bus it still might be difficult for you but we don't have the uh, you we don't have any food deserts in seattle we don't mm -hmm. we don't yeah no so, and that's it so, so yeah 
All right. Well, I think you know. It's, I I appreciate you coming on, and I know you got you got another appointment. So I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate Saturday and the work that we, we were doing, and we're going to continue to stand for the mothers. We are. We will continue so. to be the other voice that absolutely knowing that their voices need to be at the table. Also, whatever you're going to do, talk about public safety. You got to be talking to the mothers and listen to them and 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 talk to them and li at least hear something that they have to say. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. So yeah. Thank you right. so much. Thank you. I love thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All, All right. righty. Thank you. Okay. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 KKNW. I'm your host. Be right back. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. Oh, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. We just said goodbye to my guest, uh, Miss Vicki Beach, community activist. She was with us uh, Saturday as we were standing uh, in solidarity in, in Seattle with the victims of the shooting there uh, in Buffalo. And I, I started earlier. Thank you, Eric, for that song. I love that song. Stay, let the mind stayed on freedom. <laughs> yeah, we have to keep it stayed on freedom and uh, and also on love. And sometimes uh, we just have to keep moving through these events, uh, and whether they're hard. Uh, and it is hard right now. It's hard for all of us right now, moving through, you know, being locked up with COVID and all of the other things. And we always got, you know, one thing about it, we're always looking for a scapegoat. And so COVID is one of those scapegoats to uh, to absolutely uh, um, have some kind of uh, way to be able to say COVID is making all this happen. So anyway, I'm not going to agree with all of that, but I do know that it's been difficult not being able to get out and do the things that some people want to do, especially people in, in a certain uh, age category. So um I'm going to talk briefly about a food desert. I started that the, uh, before my uh, previous guests uh, left uh, Victoria Beach. But one of the things that I know um, uh, that I've been reading about that has happened that happened in, in, in uh, Buffalo is that it was one grocery store for 100,000 people, and uh, one 100,000 people is about what's the people the number of people who live in the East Precinct. I mean, that would be from the Montlake Bridge and be like, uh, absolutely from a Montlake uh, all the way down to Massachusetts. Uh, and then uh, it would be uh, all the way down to the lake, all the way down to Lake Washington, part of the uh, uh, International District uh, is, in, uh, uh, East, uh, is in East Precinct. And a little part of Beacon Hill is in, uh, in uh, and East Precinct. So I think East Precinct maybe have about 125,000 people. So uh, this area had 100,000 people. Uh, and, and I'm wondering why wasn't why they couldn't put another grocery store there. Because surely Topps grocery store is taking out quite a, millions of dollars in that area. And I was wondering why, why don't they have another grocery store? So uh, anyway, that, that's something to think about. A food desert and, and people not able to uh, get food at one grocery store. But I think for me, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and and, and speak on some of the uh, some of the victims there. I'm gonna talk about Hayward uh, Patterson. Uh, he worked as a driver who gave rides uh, to the resident to and from the grocery store and would help them with their groceries. 
the 67-year-old regularly attended the state uh, tabernacle uh, church, uh, church of God, and would stand at the door to welcome people into the, uh, the service. There on Sundays, it's what the Buffalo News uh, uh, reported. Uh, Patterson uh, was a church pastor, uh, armor bearer, so that means he was really, really trusted by the pastor. Uh, in some places, he might have been called a deacon. Uh, he would uh, volunteer to clean the church uh, uh, every Saturday, according to the paper, and he spent a lot of times uh, in the soup, uh, working in the soup kitchen. He would give the shirt off his back, his wife, uh, Tisa um, Patterson, told the Buffalo News. That's who, that's, who he, uh, that's who he is. He wouldn't hurt anyone. Whatever he had, he would give it to you. You ask and he would give it to you. He didn't, he didn't, he, he didn't mind going out of his way to help other people. And this is just such a, a legacy of who we have been in this country. Uh, and I'm sure she says she's really gonna miss him. I'm sure his whole family is gonna miss him and also the church family. So it looked like he had a church family also, I mean, uh, and then he would, and all the people who he gave rides, I'm sure that there's a lot of people who's remembering him uh, and, uh, and that, in that community. And uh, just to be someone who, who was dependable, it means something to have somebody dependable uh, and to spend your life uh, helping other people. And then as uh, Celestine uh, uh, Chansey, uh, she worked, uh, uh, she, was at the she was at the grocery store to get some shrimp and strawberry cake. The 65-year-old was the grandmother of six and had, and, had, uh, and had a great grandchild and she was a cancer survivor. And that's interesting that somebody can, you know, be a cancer survivor and then be taken out like that. Uh, she prized her role as a grandmother most of all. And with her grandchildren ranging from age from four to 28, she was regularly, uh, she was a regular church goer and enjoyed playing bingo and, and, and shopping. A lot of people her age enjoy shopping, you know, because uh, they're really not hardly buying for themselves. When somebody get to be 65, they're spending a lot more time uh, buying for other people <laughs> than they are for themselves. Uh, and she was, she, was, uh, and, and, and she was probably the sweetest person you could ever meet. Her daughter, Dominique Brown, told her uh, of the paper. Very loving, very giving, and very kind. Wow. That's, that's a good testimony, to be very loving, very good, and very kind. And that might not be the words that they're going to say about the young man who did the shooting. Uh, to be able to, to actually go to the store, case it out, talk to people, get ran out of the store, uh, and had and had a diagram of the story. Well, uh, he had planned this, uh, and uh, I don't know what was in his head, but I do know that um, that uh, all of this stuff about replacement, you know, re replacement theory. Uh, we've been here for so long. I mean, we absolutely been here longer than uh, probably his family. We've been here before the Civil War. Uh, and uh, continuously before the Civil War. The last slave ship came in the 1930s until they tried to slip one in uh, and uh, down in uh, Alabama and it, it had a shipwreck there. Uh, my, my understanding that that might've been uh, uh, on purpose, but the, the, uh, the uh, human beings that was on that ship, the Africans uh, started a town called Africa Town uh, there in uh, Alabama. I think it's probably near uh, Mobile someplace uh, uh, down near the Gulf. So um, anyway, we've been here such a long time and for us to still be hunted 
uh, is just, it's just, it just shows what this deep seated sickness against African Americans. And I say African Americans and not saying BIPOC or people of color, because a lot of people came to this country after, uh, after, after the 1800s. I mean, the Chinese came uh, after after slavery in the 1800s to build the Chinese. I mean, to build the uh, to build the railroad, and so so we've been here so long, and we we'll always stand with the Native Americans who've been on this uh, been on this land for at least thousands of years, uh, and then you had the Mexicans down on the border. So we've been here for a while, and it's just uh, it's just not normal for people to still be hated. For something that they didn't do anything, we didn't we didn't steal ourselves and bring it to America. We did not bring ourselves to America by ourselves. So that that's not what happened. So um, anyway, I'm just saying a blessing for every one of these people. I read their names. I I do a silent blessing for them and their family. Uh, and uh, let's see here. We're going to talk about Geraldine uh, uh, Talley. She's 62. Lived in uh, uh, in uh, and. Uh, and, and, and who lived there uh, also. Um, they don't have a lot of information about her, but um, we're gonna say a blessing for her. Also, it was three people wounded. And I think some of those people have already been uh, released from the hospital. Uh, and, and so uh, they they did not uh, perish uh, on, on this shooting here. So, uh, and um, I think she mentioned uh, Ruth uh, Whitfield and she was a lady, again, I came back to her because I saw the uh, video, uh, the TikTok of her husband, I mean, of her son, uh, and, uh, and and he was just uh, wailing, I mean, uh, about his mother, uh, naturally so, uh, being a primary caregiver for, uh, for her father, for her husband. And they had been married so many years, so many years, uh, and, uh, and that's just, a, that is just, just a, just a tragedy. It really is just a tragedy. Uh, so let me get the other names of the victims here. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break and I'll come back and I can read all the names when I get back. This is Reverend Walden with Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. I'm going to come back and we're going to just, I'm going to continue to talk about the victims uh, and, and, and uh, Buffalo, but also going to give a big uh, thank you for all the speakers who showed up. Uh, that was Reverend Laverne Hall. She was 84 years old. She wrote a wonderful prayer that we'll be sending uh, uh, on to the families there and uh, uh, Buffalo. Also, the, Dr. Rev, Reverend uh, Linda Smith, uh, she came from Renton. I, I, Pastor Anderson, I, Pastor uh, First Day of Me Church. I, he came in from uh, from Federal Way. Uh, we had Hilda Magadnes uh, from uh, from El Centro. She does early childhood, the director of the Early Childhood Center there. Uh, also, we had uh, Michael Ramos, uh, Church Council Greater Seattle, the executive director there. <clears throat> and we had um, Allison um, Allison Holcomb with the ACLU. She took the ferry all the way from Birmingham to get here. Big shout out to Chicago Salisbury who helped him with this. 
Uh, we had Vicki uh, Beats. Uh, she was my guest earlier. She was there. Also, Felicia Cross was uh, was uh, I, I, I was also one of the uh, speakers. Uh, Dante uh, Dampier, uh, he's a community activist, uh, and uh, Angela uh, Angela Davis, uh, also a local community uh, activist. So really glad to have all those people to show up uh, and to bring a greetings. And uh, Angela Davis uh, uh, made a heart a heart shape a heart with all of the uh, victims' names on it to be able to pass that out. And at the bottom of it, she wrote, uh, uh, I am because you are, you are because I am Ubuntu. That's a South African uh, a slogan, a statement that says that we're all one, that's what it says. Because I am because you are, and you are because I am means that we are one. And we are one, I mean, we just have not woke up to understand that on a higher level on the planet, a higher level of, of consciousness, uh, we are one people. We're all connected one way or another. So um, anyway, I'm going to go back over the names here. Uh, Andre McNair. Uh, uh, he was from Auburn, New York. He was 53. Uh, Roberta A. Uh, Drury. Uh, a jury. Uh, she was 32 and had moved uh, to Buffalo to take care of her brother. I mean, you know, look at all these siblings who like love one another and take care of one. Aaron Salter, uh, he was from uh, Lockport, uh, New York, 55. Uh, he um, uh, he was a police officer uh, that actually did did what he was trained to do, uh, to you know to see somebody trying to harm somebody. He tried to do something about that, and uh, of course uh, he lost his life there also. Uh, and Celestine uh, uh, Chancy, uh, 65. And I think what I'm struck so is about the age of the people. I mean, these are, uh, these were, these were not, well, a lot of these people were, we would consider not to be spring chickens, okay? <clears throat> but they were continuing with their life and they had a right to be here. And that's the one thing about it. They had a right to life, they had a right to be here. Uh, and they had a right to continue their life and to have this uh, be happening. Uh, and then this officer, I don't know, I think he spent over 30 years, he gave this, I think he started his career as a police officer when he was 17, when he was 18, when he could finally probably be one that uh, didn't have to lie about his age. So he, uh, that's when he became a police officer and had been at that store for many years. Uh, uh, so uh, it's just uh, it's just something to to see this. And uh, as uh, Miss Beach said early on, not have an outcry uh, in the um, in in and in, 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 especially in the African American community. I mean, we we have the slogan "Black Lives Matter," and what we've come to realize is that all Black Lives Matter does not matter to the people who actually who created the slogan. I mean, they created they collected a lot of money uh, and absolutely uh, spend it on themselves. So uh, every generation we have people like that to come through, uh, and, and so even people here, uh, the state state of Washington donated a lot of money to the Black Lives Movement, Black Lives on, on Movement. But um, when it's when it's a tragedy in the community, other than around police issues, then people are silent. And that's why we stand up for also for the victims on the other side of the equations, for the people who are killed by people in our community. And we will continue to continue to stand up for the mothers who are crying uh, because their children have been killed. But we believe that you have to do both and. You can no longer just have a one, an organization that absolutely just looks at one part of this. 
it has to be all of it has to be together in order to have a holistic community uh, to to actually look at a holistic ways of healing the community there's some internal stuff that we need to work on in our community but there's a broader framework in america and actually that broader framework that we're living out of and everybody's swimming in this is racism and it's deep-seated in america and it's been around uh, uh, ever since we've been here I don't think we, uh, I don't think, and, and for us, we've known no safety. <clears throat> we're not immigrants and we're not refugees. We didn't come to America for, uh, for freedom or we didn't come for safety. We're, we're still working on those two things. And it, was, it goes to show that they wasn't free to go, to go shopping at the grocery store without being harmed. So, um, so as we continue to work through this trauma and this sorrow, you know, America has sorrow after sorrow. We have lots of sorrow around the pandemic and so many so many people lost their family members around that. And then you have the ongoing violence uh, that that's uh, coming. And then you have the mothers going through the trauma that might not have enough milk for the babies and, and, and all of that. And then, uh, so it's trauma on top of trauma. And so does the world needs healing? Yeah, we all do. <clears throat> Excuse me. We all need healing not only because of this, but because of the ongoing things that, that we've had in our lives, we, we uh, need healing. So I'm gonna call these names again, uh, Andre McNair, uh, Roberta uh, uh, Drury, uh, Aaron Salter, Celestine Chancy, Magus uh, uh, Morris, Geraldine uh, Talley, Catherine, 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 uh, Catherine Massey, Haywood uh, Patterson, uh, Ruth Whitfield, Whit or Whitfield, uh, and um, and Pearl Young. Uh, at one place they call her name Pearly, Pearly Young. So uh, and again, I am because you are. You are because I am. Mm, umbutu is what that's called. Once again, I am because you are. You are because I am Mbutu. And we have to figure out a way to be on the planet. And Martin Luther King said we'd either figure out a way to live in peace or we all perish together. And uh, I think that that really is uh, looking at uh, this behavior now. And it's everywhere. Violence is everywhere. It, it's a worldwide problem. Uh, but uh, American violence is just because they don't like you. It's not because of water. It's not because of food, and it's not because of land, uh, but it's because of something else. And it's deep-seated uh, uh, deep hatred in the heart. I'll say this one more time before I leave today. I am because you are. You are because I am, Ubuntu. You've been listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. See you next week.